Hello, everyone. Thanks for downloading another episode of Winona One-on-One. I'm your host, Winona Daily News Editor John Casper, Jr., and this week I'm joined by Mike Munson. If you regularly attend Winona events with live music, chances are you have seen Mike Munson perform, either with bands like The Old Fashions or Land at Last or as a solo artist. He just finished his latest album, Rose Hill, which you can pick up at Treedome Productions at 164 East 3rd Street here in downtown Winona. Mike, thanks for joining me. Yeah, hey, John. So uh, why don't you tell me about, a bit about the, the, the new album? You know, it, it seems like a pretty cool project that it's not like you just had some music that you wanted to record. This seems like a whole thing that, that you have been thinking about for, for, for some time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it came... So the, kind of the biggest thing uh, about this particular album uh, for me is that uh, it all it all happened in, in Mississippi in a small town called called Bentonia, Mississippi, at the Blue Front Cafe, which is now the uh, currently the oldest and longest continually running juke joint in the country, uh, run by a guy named Jimmy Duck Holmes. Um, I met Jimmy years ago uh, in a short kind of chance encounter, and then. It wasn't until years after that uh, that we had an opportunity to play a, a show together here in Winona, which was fantastic. Uh, and then um, that what came out of that was an in- invitation to come and play his big music festival in Bentonia, mm-hmm. which was great, called the Bentonia Blues Festival. And then uh, after that came an invitation to do a recording uh, at the Blue Front Cafe and at this new record label called Blue Front Records. Uh, so that kind of just has been unraveling or coming together, I should say, not necessarily unraveling, but uh, <laughs> yeah. coming together over the years. Um, you know, it's a, probably a, a seven-year process right. um, of, you know, this relationship forming and developing and then playing in Mississippi more and more and then... Um, completing this project in Mississippi, which is pretty wild. Yeah. How difficult is, I mean, was it a different mindset when you got down to Mississippi? Was it, was it hard to write songs for this album up here? Did you feel like you kind of had to be surrounded by, uh, you know, the, the different mm-hmm. blues musicians that, that were more often to, to play down there? Um, I guess in hindsight, it was a little trickier. I mean, I wasn't, I had the date on the calendar that I was going to be down there and we were going to record and I just like didn't have a whole a whole awful lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of that was just just me and procrastination and like working <laughs> right. on these different like working on different things and playing with other bands and um, so it was an easy one to put on sure. the back burner cuz it was kind of abstract. Yeah. Um, but needless to say I feel like the songs came together great um it's it's not at all hard to work and play music and hang out down there Um, right right it's a it's a quite different place from Winona and a quite different atmosphere yeah Um, but um all that said especially the Blue Front Cafe just the amount of like the fact that music is just at the absolute center of it all and has been for 70 years now Mm -hmm. the place is just so rich and so deep and the tradition is um, you know, it's been one I've been admiring from afar for a long time. Um, and then to have like the invite to come right inside uh-huh. of it. I mean, that was probably the most, it, there's mostly, I think what was most difficult about it was just like relaxing and just yeah, saying I was, like, this is 
I guess I've been invited here to come do what I do instead of feeling self-conscious about like what why should I be playing here yeah I, I'd imagine there'd be a ton of pressure that comes with that too because they're probably looking at like who's this guy you yeah. know I, or or is it is it like them to invite you know maybe musicians from other parts of the country who have an interest in in, in their culture I guess yeah, I, I mean, I think any pressure was self-imposed by myself yeah. <laughs> on myself, and it was totally unfounded. Um, Jimmy, who's now 71, um, runs the Blue Front Cafe and is the is kind of the current last in line in this particular style of blues playing, which is they call Bentonia blues. Um, he's been nothing but welcoming and encouraging seeing someone interested in his art form and his story mm -hmm. and wants to learn from him. So he's been nothing but welcoming, uh, every time I'm, every time I'm down there, or, you know, we talk on the phone or what have you. So, sure. um, like I said, any pressure has just been like self-imposed on myself. And so it's been helpful to yeah. figure out how to just to let that go and just like, it's, it's sure. ridiculous to waste any energy on that. How often would you travel down there? Was it just kind of, a one-time thing that you went down to record or would you go back and forth a lot um well for the actual recording it was just we just did it over two days over one time that i was there but i've, I've been going to bentonia about twice a year now for the past three okay. years sure. and before that i was stopping in at least once a year on the way just to drive down south yeah um yeah but that particular like the date was set and i was going to be in memphis tennessee playing for some other things and then so we just kind of and we'll do that and then we'll add on these two dates in Bentonia so we went down there and yeah just played for those two days and that was kind of a, like you just never know like we just hit record and then I just played for a while and right. hoping that there was something that was <laughs> going to be interesting enough and working with a record label albeit small there's other people involved and it's uh, you know that's their choices as to sure. song choices and order some of that some of that not entirely yeah. but um which was different for me because every other project i've done it's just been me or me and jake right deciding everything about right. it start to finish yeah i imagine that's got to be tough to kind of give up some of that control was that was that hard to do or did that kind of get easier throughout the process um i mean it was it is good. Ultimately, it was like, I don't know, it's just a personality thing on my part is, I don't know, control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, not necessarily a good thing. Um, but my whole, like, career, if you want to call it that, of playing so far has just been, like I was saying, just like every decision was up to me. Yeah, yeah. And so mostly I just was like used to like overseeing that and overseeing the timeline and having things happen on a certain timeline. Yeah, for um, sure. So I was, in a, in a sense, I was happy to give people, like, they want to work on this? That's, like, first of all, that's amazing that someone else wants to, like, do work on yeah. a project of mine. Um, yeah, and then just, like, getting used to, well, that's, I mean, it's going to be a different timeline then, and it's going to be, not only that, it's going to be a Mississippi timeline, which is a different timeline, and, <laughs> yeah. which ultimately has made this project beautiful from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. You know, I, uh, my wife lives in Memphis, so Heather, we drive, we make that drive a couple times a year too. That's, it can be a, a tough drive to make too. Do you, do you have any favorite stops to make along the way or would you kind of do a, a straight shot all the way down? Um, I've yet to do a straight shot, uh, different sorts of meandering. 
um, St. Louis is kind of a night, like a just like oh sure yeah halfway point. Um, so stopping in St. Louis and there's some friends there and seeing friends. Um, but as far as like just, I mean, I do just kind of try to just jet yeah. down to and like just get to Bentonia gotcha. and just hang out. And yeah, like, I don't know if you're a road trip guy that stopped at any tourist traps or well, you know, giant balls of string type yeah. type attractions or anything. I mean, I definitely uh, do love that stuff, but I guess that's that's more of a yeah. uh, like that's I, I love that stuff all sorts of other places. But I guess when sure. I, when I go to Mississippi, I just like <laughs> want to get there and then just be there. Cause, yeah, because yeah, usually the time is pretty limited. Yeah, there's a sign, I think, about an hour outside of Memphis for, like, Johnny Cash's home or something in Arkansas. I've always wanted to check that out. And I don't know if it's, yep. like, his boyhood home or he just happened to live there for a year or something. But No, I think that's his big retirement farm. Is that? Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's yeah. a big, gorgeous farm. Yeah, yeah I've always I, wanted I to check that exactly out. what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, what are some, do you play a lot? Are you planning to play a lot in Mississippi to, to kind of promote this album at all? Uh, yeah, I I am going down again to play the Bentonia Festival in June. It happens in June every year, which is uh, just a well, one heck of a hot time to go yeah. to Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> but the festival is fantastic, and I absolutely love it. Um, I'm hoping to get down there uh, more winter, like February, yeah. sure, and maybe do a little more so like Mississippi, Louisiana, mm-hmm. and spend some time there. So I'm. I'm hopeful that'll come together. Um, yeah, anytime plan uh, in the southern United States is always really amazing, and sure. seeing other seeing other players who don't often make it up here, and vice versa, it's just nice to yeah, it's just nice to take in yeah. totally different music. Yeah, and I'm putting you on the spot here, but how many you know states would you say you've you've performed in? Gosh, I don't. Um, is it mainly just kind of Midwest and South, or have you gone out East or uh, Never gone out East. I spent a lot of time out West with uh, Jimmy this summer. Uh, okay. We played the Waterfront Blues Festival in Portland, and then the Vancouver International oh, Folk wow. Festival up in British Columbia, uh, which was just great. Uh, and that was really cool to be with Jimmy and kind of represent yeah. American blues at this folk festival with musicians from all around the world playing yeah, different bet. folk styles. Um, so that was a really great experience and I thought we were really well received and um, Jimmy played great and sang great and that's always fun to kind of be sitting next to him on stage Sure, he's really hitting it that's fun and just kind of adding backing him up a little bit Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's funny I've been to a fair amount of the western states uh, Jake Illica and I did a trip before we even started doing Land at Last we did a big western trip um, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I think just a just a random like guesses to the states probably like twenty. Yeah, okay. maybe that's pretty cool. It's exciting. Yeah, I mean I, that's that's one of my favorite parts about sure uh, being able to play and is to travel, especially traveling across yeah uh, the United States. There's just so many fascinating places and right different and, people and yeah. I mean, do you find that you know music is kind of universal, or do you know that oh, I'm playing a show in Portland versus I'm playing a show in Mississippi versus playing a show in Rochester? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Um, it's probably a little bit of somehow. It's, yeah. Somehow it's a little bit of both. Yeah. It is a little bit of both. Um, uh, but I would say. Um, music is definitely universal, but even like blues has a way of just like cutting through and getting across. And sure, um, a lot of people don't know that they like it or how much they like it. 
you know, because it's not like something people like go to the record store and like go to the blues section and pull stuff out. But yeah, I really believe like most most times if uh, someone is really playing blues in front of them, you're gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something that I enjoy is taking people by surprise a little bit yeah. and bringing a style, especially playing Bentonia music, which history is so rich. Mm-hmm. And like the whole story of, you know, and to say like Blue Front Cafe is still there and hopping and yeah. you can show up in Mississippi on Friday night and it's, hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's this idea of a juke joint that I thought never existed anymore. Right. Uh, but it's still alive and, and well and that, yeah, blues culture and everything that surrounds it is uh, uh, amazing and still vibrant and welcoming. Yeah. Cool. How would you compare Winona's music scene to other places that you've been? Uh, Winona's music scene is uh, fantastic. I mean, um, especially for like cities of a comparative size. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think sure. we're far and away. But even I mean, if you take that population out of it, I mean, in general, mm-hmm. you can see great music. Uh, most weekends, if not most nights, but even apart from that, it's even it's not so much about who's coming to town. I feel like it's who's living in town and playing. And there's uh, right. we, I, you know, there's always been music coming out of Winona, and I think that's what is that's what draws people to come here and also play. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's this kind of two way street. But there's always been great music coming sure. out of here. Uh, as long as I've been here, which uh, in the grand scheme of things hasn't been that long. I think I've been here 17 years now. But, you know, from what I hear about uh, the Winona scene and earlier beyond that, there's always been fantastic music. Right. So I don't know if that's the river or where we're at or Highway 61. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> right. Um, I mean, Minnesota in general has a really rich music uh, history. So I think it's it's a lot of those things. But ultimately, I'm super glad to be here and be a part of it um not only for my like the chances i have to play but there's the chances i have to meet other creative people sure. and see what other people are trying to do and that's that's really fun and it seems like you know a community that's not afraid to try some different things i mean you were was it was the floating concert was that was that your idea mainly or was it you in partnership with other people um, no the idea just kind of hit i mean i i that this, it's tricky because you can always say like, well, I mean, where do ideas come yeah. from? But I feel like um, there wasn't, there was no like specific thing where I saw this happening somewhere else. I was just like, this would be great to do. Yeah, sure. Because, because um, it's weird and a little ridiculous, <laughs> and so I think Winona is one of those places where you can, right, a person yeah. can have an idea whether it's music or art related or not. Like you can have an idea, and there's room and interest to you can pursue it and make it happen. And right. uh, there's not a, a whole lot of gatekeepers or, you know, people standing in the way saying like, well, I don't know. Like, so mm-hmm. like if you got an idea, most times you can really run with it. And I think that's what happened with the floating concert is, yeah. did you happen? And I talked to folks at park and rec um, and really wanted to team up with them because they do so much great stuff especially bringing people outside and getting people to the lake and getting Mm -hmm. people out on the water so it's like what if we just try to make that happen and so that's where that came from and it didn't take a lot of infrastructure even a whole lot of planning we just kind of 
we just kind of went went for it. Yeah, and now it's kind of a regular thing, you know. Yeah. Like Lee's group has kind of taken taken off with it. Yep. They're having another one on Sunday and right. Yeah, it's become something. You know, one of the things that went on is starting to be known for too. Yeah, you know? it's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one, you know, boats and bluegrass is coming mm -hmm. up uh, this next next week. We're recording this on Friday, um, so it'll be a week from now, I guess. That that mm -hmm. boats and bluegrass is starting. You know, what what do you like about that festival? Uh, it seems. That seems more like any others around here, just to kind of be like a family type atmosphere because people are down there camping all weekend yeah. and, you know, they're all just mm -hmm. kind of hanging out. Yeah, exactly. There's that and just the notion of being outside um, yeah. and just spending full days outside and, right. uh, you know, whether it's, uh, whether it's super hot and there's gnats everywhere or it's <laughs> chilly and kind of rainy, like everyone yeah, is just in it and does it and the music's... Um, always uh just totally fantastic and the atmosphere and everyone's general demeanor it's a little bit like winona family reunion mm -hmm. you know in that right. sort of sense um and you know we see so many people at the grocery store but don't necessarily like have time to really catch up but out there we're, we're all there sure. we're all there for uh, lots of hours mm -hmm. you know so even for like my f friends in winona who i see multiple times a week in passing like we can actually catch up out there and that's i really love it for that yeah uh, yeah for that element of it yeah absolutely yeah i bet the weather is all ends of the spectrum with that over the years <laughs> late late september in minnesota mm -hmm. you never you never really know what right. what's, what's going to happen which is just another reason why it makes uh why it makes the winona community and the winona music community great it's just like we're right. just gonna do it yeah. you know yeah uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot again. Do you have a favorite venue in town to to perform in? Um, uh, Lake Winona. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that 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 event was just so fantastic. Sure. Um, but apart from that, uh, um, I'm really I'm really uh, partial to Ed's No Name. Yeah. Um, just been so supportive over all the years now um ever since you know i was invited to come play sunday nights there years and years ago um i mean that was really a big starting point for me mm -hmm. um and just so much great music that i've seen there over the years um and the staff is um has become great friends and um the production the people running the live sound are just top notch mm -hmm. and you know care so much about trying to help the bands put on a good show and just provide such a good experience. And just from, you know, all levels of everyone's in it working together, whether right? it's the bartenders and the, you know, right. the production people, the sound staff, and then the musicians, like everyone is really working together. And that sense is really clear to me. Yeah. Hanging out at Ed's and that just makes it a special place for me. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, also want to ask you about the, the, uh, the, the old fashions. Did you, when you, how long ago did you put that group together or how long did you guys come together on that yeah sarah and i so i you know we were just talking about that we couldn't remember sarah and i started playing jazz standards just during the week um yeah just for fun just to you know i could stretch some different muscles musically in a way sure. and she was uh and so i asked her if she wanted to like sing some of those songs and then we started doing start playing out playing brunches or whatever you sure. know just a chance <laughs> yeah. to play for whoever whenever and then and then we had the thought of like, well, what if we kind of amp this up and like make it kind of more of a dance band? And yeah, um, for me, fifties rock and roll is just like the logical step out of early blues. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just another chapter in the story of American music, yeah. early rock and roll, which I uh, love and have always loved, you know. Uh, so then we started doing that, and yeah, I suppose it's been f- at least four years, if not more. Yeah, it, it seems like it's been longer than that. I, it, it should maybe, be. Yeah, I, 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 we, we, should, we should get to the bottom of it. Right. <laughs> I mean, did you imagine, because that seems to be, like, everybody seems to love the old fashions. And did you did you know that you had something kind of cool and you know kitschy on your hands there when you when you were um, starting to play? Well, I don't know because I'm kind of miss you know like I can kind of I'm a little misguided you know where I'm like I like fifties rock and roll I would imagine everyone likes fifties yeah, rock and roll like and I don't that's maybe not even so much of it you know it's I think it's a lot of it is. Um, Sarah's energy and oh yeah yeah and uh, the kind of a lot of the aesthetic choices that are made right in that group and like the just the image that we project but then also all the other stuff surrounding the music the decorations and the games and yeah um, the prizes and all that sort of stuff right. and then we kind of centered ourselves on like bigger New Year's Eve and like that sort of stuff and yeah, so it's, for sure. I think we invited a lot of people and an an opportunity. To, to dance, to learn to dance. We've worked with, um, 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 what is it, the River City River Ballroom? River City, Bo- yeah, Stan and Molly yeah, and Brightlow. Yeah, yeah, River City Ballroom dancers, and to be able to like work explicitly with people that are coming to a, a music event to dance, like that ha- seems to happen less and less. Right, um, yeah, for sure. And so yeah. to work with them and to give people, like to play some of their teaching yeah. classes and to be able to like have people have an opportunity to learn or practice dancing right in kind of this designated practice space but then come out when we play other shows and yeah show it off and i think that's i think that's a really great unique thing about us is that we're trying to play for dancers and we pick songs that um tempo wise work for dancers mm-hmm. or hit different styles and some of these classic dance styles and so sure i think that thoughtfulness on our part and that invitation um, on other people's part to like hey can you you know I see you're playing for dancers could you add this style or this style so we okay. can try some of these other dances and that has helped us kind of be more successful yeah in a way because people come out because they know they can dance multiple styles and whatever sure. and that's been helpful as a player too just to realize like it's not necessarily all about you and the music you hmm. like just cranking like what likes like what 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 you like like playing for dancers takes a little more education on my part about interesting getting the rhythms yeah right and having a, building a set that's fun to dance to which has ups and downs and varieties yeah. of styles yeah. and so I've I've definitely learned a lot in doing that sure now do you have strict parameters on what you guys kind of can't play is not a certain time frame that that you or was that at the beginning of the old fashions that um, you kind of had that. It's all pretty loose. I wouldn't say it's a free for all. Okay. Um, uh, again, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to lay back and to not yeah. be as like. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't always happen. Like, there's some songs that come up and they're like, "Let's do this one," and I just like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's a risk we run. I mean, I think if if we continue to have a clear. Um, vibe just that people know what they're gonna expect, and I sure. think that's I think that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, we don't we don't we don't sit down and have like epic meetings around the boardroom table okay yeah I, I, I didn't know if that was it like you said should we play this does this yeah <laughs> no I, no i mean i think at the end of the day we're just we're we're just friends hanging out and playing music and, yeah and and playing fun music from a long time ago that i think is worth worth it for people to hear and worth it for you know myself to study and yeah for uh, sure and play and yeah so anyways i think that at the end yeah. of the day we're we're lighthearted and fun and yeah, having a good time and trying to bring people together. Yeah, uh, now I know you're you're going to be busy, you know, with with this new album and everything. But are there any other projects in the future that you'd like to try? I imagine you got a lot of things probably kicking around in your head. Anything? Uh... Yeah, um, of course. I mean, any of it, any of it. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, pursuing uh, Land at Last uh, with Jake. Uh, we made our first recording a while back now, and um, uh, working with Jake is just always always great and playing with him I feel like he makes me play better and sing better and so I'm um, I'm eager to see what we can come up with together for this next project um, yeah I'm I'm definitely interested in pursuing instrumental music and mm -hmm. even some kind of experimental right. music as well you know kind of like the stuff I'd sit and play at home to have an avenue to bring that and play somewhere. Sure. Yeah. And it's just so people can, uh, I don't know. I'd be curious to hear feedback on yeah. what's, <laughs> what people like or don't like about, you know, just like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing stuff all the time and there's some things that there's not like clear avenues to come out right. and like old fashions can play for the, dancers and like I go play at Ed's on a Saturday night or whatever but like some of this other music that I have doesn't yeah. necessarily fit those moods but there are more and more fantastic places to play you know the art galleries and small yeah, places and house shows and so I'm, I'm eager to uh, start playing some of that kind of new yeah. different music for people here and there I bet you, you I imagine musicians have to have that otherwise they probably get burned out or you know, just tired or whatever, you know, just, you kind of need to get those creative juices flowing. I mean, I think, you know, in my line of work, I need to do that. I think everybody kind of needs mm -hmm. it to, to, to change it up a little bit. Yeah, totally. And it's, I, I think the, the trick is figuring out the avenue for it um, without necessarily upsetting the established, you yeah. know, like I don't want, when people see a poster for me, they ex probably expect to hear certain things Mm -hmm. at least stylistically you know so I don't want to like come out of left field with sure. um, some of these other ideas so I, I th yeah trying to figure out how to how to pursue those for myself but also how to be able to play those for people but without necessarily like not that anyone's going to get terribly upset everyone's right. super cool or whatever <laughs> but I don't know I think yeah. I think that's again I mean yeah it's it. going back to you know the when you're talking about playing down down in Mississippi it's kind of self-imposed you know like but that's also, I think, what, what makes artists great or musicians great is that you kind of have that internal drive. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not really waiting for it to be placed on you, mm -hmm. I guess. But uh, mm -hmm. um, Anything else you got coming up that, that you like to promote? Any other shows locally? Or? Uh, well, Boats and Bluegrass is coming up, and um, that event is always great. And if people have never been to that, I'd encourage, I encourage it highly. Um, after that, uh, Friday, October, October 5th, I'm playing at Ed's uh, and bringing 
and my friend Molly Mayer from the Twin Cities. She's a great singer and guitar player. Um, I've known for a while, and I, I was trying to think. I don't know if she's ever played at Ed's. I don't think she really? has. Okay. Um, and then um, Mikkel Beckman is also coming down that night too, the washboard player. Yeah. Um, who we play together occasionally, mostly when I'm up in the cities, and I, he hasn't been down to Winona in a while either. So. Okay. Yeah, Friday, October fifth. It's an early, early show. So seven thirty start time. Oh wow! And we wrap up by I think ten fifteen or ten thirty. Okay. So so for all us old people to come out and see you and still <laughs> still get home at a reasonable exactly. hour and yeah. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, and so I'm looking forward to that, and that's with uh, Molly Mayer and Mikkel Beckman, and Molly might bring um, another someone else to come play with her too. So okay, I think very cool. That yeah, that's gonna be fun. All right. Well, Mike, thanks a lot for, for coming down, and uh, you know, thank you for providing Winonans with, with great music for, oh, for all these you. years. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.